Blog Talk Radio. Uh, 
being patted down and frisked, uh, the questions, and uh, and then, of course, only be topped off by stating on the runway. I mean, it's not like uh, something was wrong with the plane. We were sitting there on the runway. I mean, on the runway, ready to go, ready to go, just sitting there. And uh, there was ice outside, but inside, in the aircraft, there were uh, hundreds of people sweating, just sweating. I don't know why they had it so hot, but we just sat there and we sweated, uh, quietly, politely. And uh, and then, of course, finally, to arrive at your home destination, thank goodness you're finally home, or at least within uh, 200 miles of it. And uh, And, of course, there's no luggage. No luggage, including uh, your firearms. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to tell you what airport uh, uh, or, or what's there because I don't want uh, I don't want anybody rushing in there and uh, digging around and finding uh, what we couldn't find. And uh, and then of course a nice long drive home. And uh, thank goodness I'm finally here, uh, just by the skin of my teeth. Uh, thanks everyone for calling in this um, for uh, di- tuning in this evening. <clears throat> Tonight, what we're going to do, and we're going to we'll cover this subject several times because it's a very important subject, and that is uh, the upcoming April nineteenth, two thousand and ten events. What we'd like to talk about is uh, how the events went this last year. What worked for you? What didn't work for you? Uh, what is being planned? For this coming year, for this coming April 2010, as far as uh, uh, special locations, uh, special things that uh, we're going to do during the events, uh, and also promotions. How to make sure that you get the folks to uh, attend these events, uh, to become, uh, to put themselves on the path to becoming a rifleman, learning about their heritage, uh, and becoming the masters of their rifles. All right, uh, so to start that off, I'm going to read a list of the events again because uh, they keep growing, and uh, and I'm going to read the list of the events, and what you're going to do is you're going to listen to the locations, <clears throat> and then you're going to, uh, to see if there's any that were missed or that can be... Uh, brought on board between now and then uh, to make sure that uh, we have the whole nation covered coast to coast, border to border. Uh, we'll start off with Albion, New York. That's the April 17th and 18th. <clears throat> that same weekend across the nation will be Athens, Ohio, Boulder City, Nevada, Brighton, Colorado, Burlington Flats, New York, Calverton, New York, Canton, Mississippi, Castro Valley, California, Cloverdale, Indiana, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Corona, California, Custer, South Dakota, Dalton, New Hampshire, Duluth, Minnesota, Durand, Illinois, El Paso, Texas, that's the Fort Bliss Rod and Gun Club. Davila, Texas. College Station, Texas. Elbridge, New York. 
Eureka, California, Eureka, Kansas, Hartford, Connecticut, Hernando County, Florida, Holderness, New Hampshire, Kimmermere, Wyoming, Lodi, Wisconsin, Maynardville, Tennessee, Miamisburg, Ohio, Mayaka City, Florida, New Bremen, New York, New Philadelphia, Ohio, North Little Rock, Arkansas, Osage Beach, Missouri, Pelham, New Hampshire, Peterborough, New Hampshire, Piru, California, Perrier, Tennessee, Ramsar, North Carolina, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, Sacramento, California, St. Augustine, Florida, Santa Barbara, California, Saratoga Springs, New York, Sherburn, Louisiana, Sierra Vista, Arizona, Spooner, Wisconsin, Stinson, West Virginia, Suwamico, Wisconsin, Vienna, Ohio, Waterman, Illinois, and Yanceyville, North Carolina. Wow. That's a lot of locations. But there can always be more, and that's what we're going to ask you to do. Uh, keep your eyes open for locations uh, that, uh, that are prepared to have one and uh, get the information into us as soon as possible. Uh, we're going to have uh, – I, I, last year uh, we had uh, over 50. And uh, this year, uh, I'm not sure what the final tally is going to be, but it's going to be much greater than that. Uh, at one point, we were hoping for 200 locations. Now, whether we make that or not, uh, who knows? But we're hoping for uh, uh, for close to that. And uh, this is something that's never been done before, uh, where there has never been a... Uh, a coast-to-coast, border-to-border celebration of April 19, 1775, like we are planning on doing now. Uh, I know that we have uh, many things planned for that weekend uh, to be included in the shoots, uh, including the uh, nationwide uh, simultaneous volley for the dead at Lexington, uh, the celebration uh will include lots of special things uh, at each of the different locations. They will have, uh, uh, some locations will have uh, uh, Revolutionary War reenactors. Uh, I know that some are going to have uh, uh, musket demonstrations. Some will have cannon. Uh, uh, there's going to be a wide range of things. And what I wanted to do with tonight's program is to open up uh, discussion on what you guys have planned, what you did last year, what worked for you last year, uh, what didn't work for you, uh, things are going to change for this year, and also about promotions. You know, what we can do to make sure that we, we get the lines filled up and reach as many people as we can. Because this isn't about us. 
This isn't about, this is not the glorification of the Appleseed Project. This is honoring the men and women who stood together in ranks to help birth this nation, to help found this nation, uh, who were who were determined to safeguard their rights, their liberties, their freedoms. This is the honoring of those people. How do we honor them? We remember them. We tell their story. We tell their story so that their sacrifices will not be meaningless. The same way that uh, if there were something important for you and I today, so important that we decided we would spend our life on it, I would hope that somebody would say, yes, uh, remember Scout? He uh, he felt that he felt that this was so important uh, that he expended his life in order to safeguard it, and and that uh, my children would know the story and that they would tell uh, their children the story and they would tell their children the story. And because of that, because that we remember the people who stood together on April 19, 1775. We honor them. We don't let their story die. You know, we talk uh, in the program, we talk about, and we ask, we ask the folks who attend this, the question of, when was the American Revolution won? When did the American Revolutionary War start? When did the American Revolutionary War end? And, when did the American Revolution end? And they're all different answers. What we're trying to do, we're trying to continue with the the answer to the fourth question, which is, when did the American Revolution end? And the answer to that is, it didn't end. It shouldn't end. We should not let it end. The American Revolution is a continuing experiment in freedom and liberty. A continuing experiment of men governing themselves. Not over-governing, not uh, ruling others, but self-government. Self-government designed and written down and those documents laid down by the Founding Fathers. We the people of these United States. So, to keep the experiment going, to keep those same ideas, that same desire, that same understanding, that the responsibility for safeguarding the rights and liberties and freedoms of every American in this country that that responsibility falls on the shoulders of each and every single individual in this country. That's why we're doing this. That's why uh, that's why we spend endless hours uh, in preparation for events, in running events, in studying, and uh, and practicing, and and honing the skills and techniques uh, that it takes to become a rifleman. Honing the 
the skills and techniques it takes to tell the story of April 1775. Uh, finding ranges, uh, uh, making calls, hundreds of cold calls, and and promotional efforts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, because it's important. It's important that the experiment that we're now uh, living within does not fail, does not falter, does not die. That it continues on and we hand it intact to our posterity, to those who come after us, as it was handed to us. So April 19th, 2010, it'll be the 17th and 18th weekend, but April 19th, 2010, is going to be an extremely important event for us this year and every year following. Now, we'd like to do another, uh, we'd like to do another couple of uh, special weekends in the course of the year. But uh, right now, April 19th is the event that we gear up for uh, uh, every year. And uh, the one that, we, that we're dedicated to. That's the, that's the story we tell, the three strikes of the match. April 19th, 1775, the events at Lexington at the North Bridge in Concord and the Long Battle Road back to Boston, which began the Siege of Boston and began the eight long bloody years which was the American Revolutionary War. We'll tell you the answer to the second question. Where did the American Revolutionary War start? Because it's not where you might think it is. Maybe uh, if you think that it started on Lexington Green, uh, you might be wrong. But we'll tell you where it started at an Appleseed event in the three strikes of the match story. <clears throat> okay, so what we're going to do tonight uh, is just a, uh, uh, like I said, like an opening uh, on the April 19th weekend on the promotions and uh, and the events of last year and hopefully uh Folks will talk about the stuff that they're going to be doing on this coming year. <clears throat> Things they have planned for the uh, this April 19th, their events. Uh, I see we have a caller already, uh, area code 580, you're on the air. Area code 580-278, you're on the air. I think you called last week, and uh, I guess you must just be wanting to listen. All right. <clears throat> if you'd like to call in, the number is 347 347-308-8790. If you'd like to call in and uh, let us know what's going on in your state, if you're a uh, state coordinator, uh, regional coordinator, or just any of the any one of the uh, hundreds of shoot bosses that are going to be running events, uh, give us a call and let us know what you did last year. Or if you didn't, uh, give us a call and let us know what you're planning to do this coming year. And uh, because uh, last year there were uh, uh, over 50 shoots. And a lot of shoots had uh, specialized uh, uh, events that they ran within the April 19th event. They, a lot of folks did a lot of neat things. And uh, we'd like to... Uh, We'd like to share the wealth uh, as far as some of the uh, 
the things that folks did and let uh, other folks know what they were so that uh, maybe they could try them out at their show this year. So if you'd like to call in and uh, and let us know what you did, the number is 347-308-8790. <clears throat> now, as far as promotions goes, uh, I know we have the uh, EPT program that we're running, uh, sending out the emails to uh, to different organizations, trying to get them involved. Uh, some of that has been effective, and some of it hasn't. We'd like to see we'd like to see another surge in the EPT program, and see if we can't uh, get the work the kinks out of it and get it uh, get it up to speed for the April event. Now, there's also uh, there's also several venues you can use for getting the word out as far as the press goes. Uh, Gun Owners of America has a uh, has a uh, press site on their page. And uh, while I'm talking, I'm going to uh, pull it up and uh, try and walk you through it. <clears throat> and then we'll post these. Uh, uh, We'll post the instructions and stuff for it uh, on the site uh, under the promotions, uh, how to promote Appleseed, because uh, okay, because it's a, it might be a little bit tricky to get to, but what you can do at the uh, Gun Owners of America site is you can uh, access their their press release uh, site, and uh, you'll click on your state, and it will give you the listings to all of the newspapers, radios, uh, and uh, television stations. And you can uh, send a release, send a press release to each of these folks, and uh, hopefully get someone to cover the the April 19th event and uh, get some some pre-event press on it, some some pre-event promotions. Okay, here we go. You go to the uh, Gun Owners of America... That's GOA. Uh, and then you can go to the uh, on the drop down tab, you can go to uh, legislative. And then on that page, you'll see another group of tabs, and uh, that will be media guide. You'll go to the media guide. Okay, once you're on the Media Guide page, just click on your state or whatever state you want to uh, uh, send stuff out to. And it's a listing of all of the newspapers and television stations, radio stations uh, in your state 
and you can uh, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see Compose a Message. You click on Compose a Message, and uh, that will let you fill out a form letter. <clears throat> now, hopefully, uh, uh, one of the tricky things about it is it only lets you send five of these at a time to to five of your selected uh, radio stations, television newspapers, etc. So you'll have to keep sending it. That keeps, uh, I guess, that keeps you from sending out uh, like spamming. But uh, the you compose a message page will save a copy of what you put into it. So every time you click on it, it will just uh, uh, it will let you uh, click on the saved information, and you can repost it. And you select five more. Uh, radio stations, newspapers, etc., and send it out to them. Uh, so, <clears throat> if you want to use the uh, Donors of America site, uh, we'll post uh, click by click instructions on how to get there. You know what to do uh, to to get the uh, Donors of America uh, newspaper, radio, television alert uh, set up. So you can send a good message out through them to all of the, etc. Uh, okay, and we'll take just a second. I'm going to give you another couple of seconds of the uh, Fort Stewart audio. version of the uh, of the uh, radio commercial we're actually working on some commercials for the uh, for the Rifleman radio show uh, some nice uh, uh, we're thinking about some of the nice World War II type uh, uh, Tokyo Rose type commercials for for the radio station uh, so we'll post this on the uh, on the appleseedinfo.org on the uh, forum site on how to use the GOA to send out your press releases uh, to the newspapers, televisions, and radios uh, that are near you, <clears throat> and uh, and then we'll continue to add on uh, how to promote Appleseed uh, on the forum. We'll continue to add uh, the ways that we would like you to uh, to think about promotions for the uh, April nineteenth event. And if you have any clues, uh, anything that has worked for you as far as promotions, we would certainly like you to jump in and get that posted on how to promote Appleseed. Or if you can't for some reason do that, send it to me in a PM or an email. Uh, just a PM scout on the forum and, uh, and let me know uh, what you found that works or what you think might work uh, for the promotions uh, for the April 19th event, or any of our events, really. But uh, if you have something, if you have something that you have been using, that has been working well for you, 
Be sure and let us know so we can spread it around Appleseed. Uh, One of the things that uh, myself and Blue Feather out in New Mexico are going to be doing is uh, we're going to uh, we're going to, to once again return to our local towns and uh, do everything between now and t- uh, the April nineteenth event to uh, to revisit the, our local areas. Uh, I'm uh, close to Temple. Uh, Blue Feather's close to Las Cruces, and uh, we're both going to work on trying to get. Uh, promotions done again locally. Now, uh, I know that I told I was talking to Fred this weekend about that, and uh, and of course with the Temple being uh, the closest town to me, it's the one that uh, it's the one that I have hit pretty mercilessly uh, as far as doing promotions and stuff on it. But he's quick to point out to me, and he was correct that uh, with a town of forty to fifty thousand, even if I had uh, talk to uh, uh, you know a thousand folks which I don't think I have quite yet but even if I had uh, talked to a thousand folks you know I'd done uh, less than two percent and uh, and he's right uh, I don't plan on talking to uh, 45,000 people between now and April 2010 but I do plan on uh, looking again at how I can uh, best reach the folks locally I can best reach the uh, the people in Temple, uh, and let them know of the events that uh, we're going to be holding here on April 19th. Uh, one of the things that we've been uh, uh, that I've been talking about is there's a, a sign company that I spoke with. Uh, well, over the last year and a half, I've talked to them several times, and uh, one of the things that they've offered is if we bought a skin for the billboard, you know, one of the big billboards that goes up on the freeways and stuff. If we bought a skin, which runs about 1500 then they would let us put it up on billboards that weren't in use. Now, we can't pick a place to put it, but if they have a billboard that's not in use, they'll let, uh, they would let us put it up on the billboard, you know, up on the unused billboard. Uh, and then uh, uh, as long as the, the skin held together, then hopefully it would live a nomadic life uh, you know, going from one empty space to another. So you may want to uh, talk to the folks locally uh, who are you doing the outdoor advertising in your area. See if you can work out a deal for them, uh, with them, uh, letting them know that we're a nonprofit, uh, you know, all those volunteer grassroots organization uh, dedicated to safeguarding the rights and freedoms of the nation. And uh, see if you can't work out some kind of a deal with them. On getting a, uh, a you know a sign, uh, getting a billboard put up. Of course, if you can talk to any of the sign companies, see if they will get you uh, uh, get you some kind of a deal on banners or uh, or some of the four by eight uh, signs that they put up. Uh, anything, anything at all that we can get uh, as far as promotional materials, we're always looking for. We're always willing to take and. Uh, and because we're a nonprofit organization, you know they're able to uh, donate that to us and get a tax deduction on it. And uh, you know that always works with folks too, is getting uh, getting a good tax deduction uh, deduction for their donation 
uh, while supporting a good cause. All right, if you'd like to call in, it's 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. Once again, uh, I downloaded uh, another version of Adobe and uh, <clears throat> updated the uh, Flash uh, stuff for Adobe. And my chat still isn't opening. So if you guys are there, if you'll post the... Uh, uh, the telephone number there in the chat room, 347-308-8790. And then if any of you guys listening in the in chat, if you would like to uh, to call in to let us know about uh, what you did last year, where you were, what you did, how the event went, uh, any of the special things you did, and then what you have planned for this year, the locations you're going to be at, and any of the special stuff you have planned for this year including you know, any ideas you have for promoting uh, the event. Now, as we get closer, we'll, con- we'll keep coming back to this topic uh, on the show uh, because I- what I want to do is make sure that we get this information out to as many people as we can, the, uh, the methods and techniques of promoting and uh, what has been working locally, what is not. <clears throat> I can tell you from uh, speaking to... <clears throat> Speaking to Fred and the rest of the guys uh, this last weekend, <clears throat> our main method of getting the word out is word of mouth. By word of mouth, that is uh, you telling someone, they come to an event, they go back, they tell someone, they tell their uh, their brother, uh, their sister, one of their family members, their boss, a co-worker, and then the two of them come back the next time. That's the main way that Appleseed right now is running coast-to-coast, word-of-mouth. All right, so how can you help this? How can you become a part of the the word-of-mouth, low-tech way to get the word out? Well, it's very easy, very obvious, right? You tell somebody. The person sitting next to you uh, tomorrow at work that has been sitting next to you uh, the last year and you – you keep meaning to tell them about Appleseed, and you just forget, or you don't think about it, or or you meant to bring a brochure or one of the uh, colored uh, uh, handouts that we have, but you just didn't. Well, tomorrow when you go in, take that with you. Get uh, get you some of those cheap cards made up at uh, Vista or wherever they do it. You can get uh, four or five hundred cards made up for five bucks. <clears throat> with uh, AppleseedInfo.org put on there and maybe uh, the uh, maybe your email, something like that. <clears throat> that way when you're talking to somebody, you can hand them that card. Number one, it does it semi-legitimizes you. I mean, it, uh, anybody can get a card, right? But not many people do get a card unless they have some reason for it, which gives you a, you know, a slight, uh, you know, a 1% one, 1% uh, upgrade in legitimacy, that you got a legitimate organization, because here you're you're giving them the uh, the website, the address, etc. for it. So so get your card made up, and that way you can hand it to them. Because uh, when you have your elevator speech ready and you give it to the folks, that's great. But uh, they may not remember 
uh, AppleseedInfo.org. They may not remember RWVA.org. They may, may not even remember speaking with you unless you put something in their hand, and uh, that's very easy to do. Just you, you just start to talk to them, and even sometimes if they can't talk or if you run out of time or if the elevator open door opens up and you got to go, you can still hand it to them. Here it is. Here it is. Here's AppleseedInfo.org, uh, American Heritage and Rifle Marksmanship, all in one place. <clears throat> so the low-tech way is going to be making sure that uh, that one other person, that one other person you speak to comes to an event. Now, that sounds like a, yeah, that's, that's simple, that's easy, no problem, got it done, no sweat. <clears throat> but... Uh, then you think about it again, and we've got close to 5,000 members now. You think about the volume. You think about the impact that would have. <clears throat> if each of us brought one person, if each of the, the members brought one person to the next event, we're talking about 5,000 people, right? That's one person. One person. So if each of us brought one person to the event and we got one of the people who'd come to come back and they brought a person, guess how many that is? And this isn't even an IMC question, right? This is very easy. 5,000 for us, 5,000 for the folks that uh, bring someone with them, and 5,000 for them coming. That's 15,000 people. Okay? Year 2010 is done. See how easy that was? That's going to be the low-tech best way possible to increase the attendance, to increase the chance of there being a rifleman on your block with you, okay? Because what we want, what we we are hoping, what we're striving for, is that when you walk out in your front yard uh, and you uh, yell out, Appleseed, that you can either look to your left or your right, and you'll see another uh, another rifleman lift up their arm and yell out Appleseed back at you. No one wants to be the only rifleman on their block, right? <clears throat> so you use this special high-tech, uh, very uh, super-secret uh, mass communications technique to bring one person... Do an Appleseed event. Get one person involved. Just one. That's for each of the members. So if you're feeling absolutely uh, spunky, get two. Let's try that math real quick. Uh, we got 5,000 members. Each of us bring two. Get two folks to come. And then we'll get two of the folks who have been to an Appleseed, get them to bring two more people. Okay? So that's uh, 10,000. For the two we get to come, uh, ten thousand for the returning members, and then ten thousand for the the uh, one person they each bring with them. That's uh, thirty thousand. Oh my gosh, we're going to get we're going to get years ahead of ourselves if we don't watch out. Okay, <clears throat> another way is uh, everybody has a local, uh, you know, a local kind of uh, just a local paper. Uh, I don't want to call them rags, but that's what the that's the terminology is. But a, kind of a local rag, 
Uh, you'll have uh, and a lot of these are even homemade. I'm talking about the uh, the papers that are basically three or four pages stapled together. Everybody has one of those. I, I tell you what, if you don't have one, make one. Make up the Rifleman newspaper. Make up the Rifleman newspaper. Put some pictures of your the event in it, uh, along with some interviews with uh, some of the people. Pictures of the shooters, uh, the history that, we're, that we talk about. Uh, describe the fun that was had, the friends that were made. And then distributed that. Heck, call it uh, Appleseed News. Call it the, the Rifleman paper. Uh, call it anything you want. But just get it out there. Get it in front of people. If you don't want to do that, just send a, a quick blob into uh, blurb, blurb. Send a quick blurb into uh, the folks. <clears throat> now, if you need something, if you need some kind of press release or something, uh, just contact us or post us post it on the how to promote Appleseed thread, and someone will be glad to give you. We've got plenty of press copy already made up. Uh, if you need something specific, we can have one of the folks write it up for you. They'll be glad to do it. And then shoot that over to them, because I'm telling you, the most they can do is just say no or not print it. The best they can do is print it up, uh, 50 people read it, and you got a whole group of uh, riflemen showing up. Now, this all seems very simple, very easy. Why didn't I think of it? And it's not hard. It's an easy thing to do. I'm not going to tell you you're going to get hundreds of folks by doing this, but what are we shooting at? We're shooting at one other person, right, for each of the members, one other person, okay? So try and get uh, uh, a listing of it in one of the local rags. Now, even if it's a small-town uh, paper, they usually they're still looking for copy, too. They're looking for something to keep them from having to fill with uh, – uh, the uh, uh, not UPS the uh, uh, you know the uh, the national copy something that they can uh, put in for local copy and uh, uh, the AP yeah so they're not filling with some AP bulletins they're filling with local and that's you you write a quick uh, uh, two or three paragraphs send it into them letting them know the event is occurring. Uh, non-profit, grassroots volunteers, <clears throat> and they're going to run it. Uh, hopefully they'll run it, uh, even if it's a uh, even if it's a liberal paper. They may they may run it uh, uh, just to as a warning to the rest of the people. Look out, guys! There's a bunch of crazy folks talking about liberty and the American Revolution, and it's going to occur on this weekend at this date. So stay away from there. Uh, you know, it might that might work for you. Uh, then you can <clears throat> check the community calendars in your area. Everybody has one, not just the cities, counties, state, etc. I'm telling you, every, everything has one. Radio stations have them. Newspapers have them. Uh, cities have them. Uh, there's probably a hundred community calendars uh, right in your area. And because you're a nonprofit organization, you have a pretty good chance of getting listed. And once again, the most they can do is just turn you down. 
If you need some copy for it, get in touch with us. We'll provide you the copy. So all you have to do is find the community calendar, shoot them the copy to get it posted. Uh, okay, there is the uh, the listings for agencies and groups uh, within your counties and cities. <clears throat> what I mean by that is you can uh, click on uh, Texas, click on the city of Temple, and uh, it will take you to their homepage. On the homepage, it'll have a way. It'll have a uh, uh, an email address for everybody there, fire department, water department, uh, uh, mayor's office, uh, on and on and on. Get a copy of the uh, press release you want to send out or of the invitation for the apple seed and send it to every one of those guys. Uh, it, it, it takes a few minutes, but send it out. Well, like I said, we're looking for one other person, one other person from each of the 5,000 members. You uh, you get rambunctious and you get three and four. Holy smoke, who knows? We may get, uh, we may get 10,000 that weekend. All right. <clears throat> like I said, if you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you because we'd like to know uh, where you were last year, how your event went, what uh, special things you did, how you promoted it, and where are you going to be this year? And what do you have planned for this year? And how are you going to promote it this year? Any special tips or techniques that you will have? We'll go ahead and take a couple of callers now. Uh, area code 712, you're on the air? Hold on, you'll be on the air in a second. Okay, area code 712, you're on the air? All right, one more time. <clears throat> Okay, now you're finally on the air. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I, I listened to you last week, and, yeah, just seeing what I was talking about tonight. Uh, I went to an apple seed up in Wyoming last summer. To the April 19th event? Uh, I don't know. No, it, it would have been after that. Um, but I, okay, I, I, I remember talking to you last week, and you weren't – you were not a – you're not a member of the program yet, you said. No, I, one of them shoots ever gets around here close again. I did shoot last last year. Well, I couldn't get Saturday off, and then I went to it on Sunday. And but uh, a pretty interesting deal. Where where did them instructors get that history? You know, every time they took a little break, they give you a little history story about what went on that day. Right. We got. Uh, we call it the set, the three strikes of the match. One of the things, that, one of the best uh, uh, references that we use uh, is called Paul Revere's Rod, and it's by David Hackett Fisher, and uh, it's really one of the the most comprehensive uh, books on the events of that day. Now it follows Paul Revere, and it gives you some uh, history leading up to it, and some history of. Uh, the what the colonists were experiencing and the things that led up to uh, April 19th, and then it goes into great detail about Paul Revere's ride and uh, how he alerted the folks, and then what happened during the course of that day. So it's the David Hackett Fisher book, 
Paul Revere's Rod. Say that author again, David who? David Hackett Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, and uh, it's called Paul Revere's Ride. Yeah. And he's yes. a great storyteller, and uh, he does a great job. It's the most comprehensive uh, history that I've read so far about that date, about the events of April 19, 1775, and about Paul Revere. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you that you soon realize after you read the story is Paul Revere had his hands in everything. He was everywhere uh, at once. He was, he did everything. Uh, he was the most involved uh, person uh, in Boston at the time with all of the different organizations, and uh, and we owe uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, the folks uh, mustering that day. We owe a lot of that to him. Uh, so do you have your eyes on a uh, on a date for uh, April nineteenth uh, this year? I mean, your eyes on a location? Oh, I got I got I get that shotgun news, and I've been watching in there. Now, didn't we didn't we say that your uh, your closest one was going to be Colorado? Well, yeah, there's one over by Denver, right? I'd Brighton, like to go Colorado. There. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll find one. Utah, they have them in Utah once in a while. Yeah, but we're talking about the April April nineteenth weekend. We want you to we want you to put that on your calendar now. April nineteenth weekend. Uh, okay. Let's see. I'm looking through here. I see the bright, bright city. I'm looking for the Utah. Uh, I may be just missing it. Uh, what else? What else is close? Oh, nothing's too far away if the guy's got a couple of days to think about it, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 I kind of like that one in Wyoming. I didn't know any of them people, you know, and it was just kind of a, kind of a neat way to. Yeah, but when uh, you met them, they're some of the like, best people I, you've ever met, aren't they? A neat, neat way to spend the afternoon and get to talk to some folks and, you know, kind of a neat way to just get out and get get the dust blowed off, you know. Even even though I didn't shoot, I, I still enjoyed it. What about uh, Kimmermere, Wyoming? Kimmer, Wyoming? Yeah. yeah, that's where I went last time. Are they having another one this year? Yeah. The uh, April 19th weekend? Kimmermere, I'll Wyoming. Go, I'll, just, I'll just go up to that one. Okay. Yeah. You, know how to get, uh, you know how to get pre-registered, right? Let me give you a, a quick uh, lesson on it. You go to appleseedinfo.org. Don't even mention them computers because I ain't got one. Okay. I'm going to do it anyway because because uh, we brought the subject up, so I'm going to use that to uh, to tell everybody else how it goes. You go to appleseedinfo.org. Once you get to the home page, you look up in the top left, and it says Appleseed. You click on that tab, and there's a drop-down menu. On that drop-down menu, you go down to Schedule. You click on Schedule. That will take you to the page I'm looking at now. Now, then you look to look at the locations that uh, you'd like to attend, and you find it listed in alphabetical order uh, by city. And uh, then to the right of that will be two hot links. One says information. That will give you information about the event, uh, how to get there, any special things you need to know. And then right next to that will be register. 
you click on register, and that will take you to Eventbrite, which is our third-party uh, registering software, and you can pre-register right then and right there. And that does two things. One, it guarantees you a place on the line. And listen, this April uh, 19th weekend is going to be a hot event. So don't wait to the last second, because if you do, there are a lot of these locations that uh, are they're not open-ended. Uh, almost all of them have a, only a certain amount they can take. So you're going to have to uh, pre-register to ensure that you have a place on the line. That also lets us know how many instructors to send to that location so that we have a good instructor-to-attendee ratio, uh, how much gear we need to send. And uh, there have been times when uh, we've had events that started getting filled up where we could, uh, we could secure additional line. Uh, but we're not going to know to do that unless unless we hear from you. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, I'm not going to take you off. I'm just going to put you on mute and take another caller. Thank you. And uh, and then we'll be looking for you at the Wyoming event this year. Okay. All right. Thanks. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Okay. Area code eight three zero. You're on the air. Area code eight three zero six eight five. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Eight three zero six eight five. All right. Uh, I still haven't got the chat program to open. Uh, um, hopefully, once I hit, uh, once I open it up, it, it seems like it goes ahead and. Uh, and opens up for everybody else. So hopefully you guys are in there. And if you are, uh, if you'll post this uh, phone number for me, uh, 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. Uh, that's the number to call into the show. Uh, you can call in and just listen if you want. If you want to just listen, then uh, there should be a button that you click on that says... Uh, I just want to listen. Don't uh, don't call on me, and uh, and then if you would like to make some comments, we'd love to hear you because what we want to do is we want to hear from the folks uh, about the events they attended last year, about the Appleseed events they attended on April nineteenth, uh, where they attended them at, uh, what happened there, any of the special stuff that was done, uh, any of the uh, uh, any of the tips or techniques that they use for promotion. And then where they're planning on going this year, and uh, what they have uh, uh, the uh, promotional ideals are they're going to use this year. Now, as I said earlier, you can uh, <clears throat> you can bring one other person with you. That doubles our numbers right then and there. Bring in one other person. Uh, you can uh, go to the uh, GOA website, use their legislative uh, uh, section to send out press releases uh, to all the radio stations, newspapers, and uh, television stations in your uh, I don't know what that was. I think that was a uh, that was a commercial by Blog Talk. Uh, you can go to the GOA website, use our legislative session to get the uh, to help get the word out. 
okay, you can uh, write, uh, you can actually write your own uh, newspaper uh, and put it out, you know, like a two or three page uh, newspaper that uh, talks about uh, April 19th, uh, 1775, and uh, put some pictures in about uh, maybe from last year. There are plenty of pictures uh, on the forum if you need to grab some photos from there uh, of uh, last year's events. And then uh, write a little blurb about it and uh, put the contact info on and just start leaving that around. Uh, you can even put uh, uh, 25 cents a copy on it uh, and just leave it around. That way people will think it was worth at least 25 cents and uh, somebody dropped it, so they're going to pick it up. Uh, you can write letters to the uh, local papers in your areas and get they'll, uh, hopefully get them published to letting them know of the upcoming events. You can uh, uh, call in to radio stations. Now, every, every city has a local radio station. I mean, every single city has one. And uh, the, the lower down the line, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to get on uh, Hannity and Rush and Savage, etc. But you can do it. Uh, Glenn Beck, too. You can get on any one of those shows and get the word out. I'm telling you, you can do it. How do I know? Because I hear people every day talking to them on the radio. So people get through. So you can, too. You can get through. You can get the word out uh, that we're having the uh, April 19th, 1775 event because people do it all the time. And... Uh, all of the guys, Glenn Beck, all of these guys, all talk about the Founding Fathers. They all talk about our history. I was listening to uh, Glenn Beck today talk about it. He was giving quizzes over uh, American Revolutionary history and the history of the Founding Fathers. They are all acquainted with the Founding Fathers and with the message uh, that we put out. So they all want to hear that. So you can get on their radio station. I guarantee it, people do it every day. But even if you can't get on theirs, you can get on local radio. It's very, very easy. So you, you can get the, get the numbers for your local radio stations and give them a call. Give them a call, and uh, all you've got to do is say, hey, I went to an event last weekend, or I'm getting ready to go to an event in April. And here's what they do. They teach you uh, to become the master of your rifle. They have a great fundamentals of uh, marks, rifle marksmanship course, and they tell you about American history, about the heritage of Americans, about the men and women who stood together on April 19, 1775. Oh, they tell a great story. The history is great. I learned how to become a, a, a much better uh, rifle marksman and uh, had a great time, met a bunch of really great folks there. And that's all you got to say. You can call up to the local radio station and get on the air. There's a radio station that I call into when I'm in Houston, and it has over a million listeners. And you can call in and get on the air. It's not like it's uh, uh, some special high and mighty privilege that uh, only a few people know the secret password to. You can get on the air. You can get on the air and get the word out. Heck, if you can only get out to AppleseedInfo.org, that's a start right there. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you guys, uh, 
I've had uh, probably almost close to two years now that I've had the challenge out that the first person who gets uh, the Appleseed website out onto uh, the Rush show or the Hannity show, I've got uh, a, uh, a a nice collector's uh, a collector uh, rifle here. Uh, I've got uh, uh, an infield from uh, World War II. All matching numbers, everything sweet, nice stock, everything. Original sling, great matching, everything, all the numbers match, bolt, uh, rifle, barrel, even the magazine. Everything's matching. I've got a uh, World War One rifle, uh, an uh, uh, 1891 Argentine Mauser, all matching, pristine condition. You get the AppleseedInfo.org <coughs> website on either of those shows, and this rifle is yours. It belongs to you. And how will I know if you do it? Because it'll show up. We'll have a a huge jump in the number of folks who click onto the AppleseedInfo.org website. We'll know. It will show us. So there you go. There's a, a nice. You want a nice cheap way to get a rifle, a uh, uh, an absolutely beautiful rifle. The uh, AppleseedInfo.org website out onto uh, Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, and I will give you the rifle free of charge. But that's another easy way to do it. Get on the uh, local radio stations and get the word out on the radio station. <clears throat> okay. We uh, we talked about different ways uh, this last weekend while I was up in Ramsar. We talked about different ways of getting the word out. And as I said, the easiest uh the most uh, successful way was the low-tech word-of-mouth way of telling one other person. <clears throat> telling one other person to come to an apple seed. Now that is not hard at all. You can uh, you can tell your brother, and I see a lot of brothers come to uh, Appleseed events. They have a great time. Uh, your mother and your father uh, on the April twenty sixth Appleseed here in Davila, the day after Christmas, we had a couple of folks, and these uh, this man and woman, uh, they were probably in their oh I would say sixties, and uh, he had brought his mother and father with him. And they shot too. So we had the uh, the mother and father, and uh, uh, well, I don't have to do much uh, of the math for you. If the son was in his sixties, you know, the father was uh, in his eighties, and uh, he shot all day long. Matter of fact, he came back the next day and shot. Uh, I tried my best to wear him out on Saturday, and I couldn't. 
because he came back the next day and shot. And uh, you can invite if you were that uh, if you were that father, then you could probably invite your son, your grandson, and your great grandson to come with you. Uh, if you're a grandmother or grandfather, uh, Fred uh, for the last couple of years has been pushing the grandmothers and grandfathers uh, to come to an apple seed and to bring their grandkids uh, to uh, to tell their kids, hey, listen, I raised you, I took care of you, I bought you food, I let you sleep inside the house, and uh, you owe me. And one of the ways you're going to pay me is you're going to let me take you, uh, my grandson to an apple seed. You're going to let me take my granddaughter to an apple seed. Teach them to shoot. Let them learn rifle marksmanship the same skill that they have in common with the Founding Fathers. Let them hear the story of the three strikes of the match so that they'll understand where they came from, so they'll understand how this country got started, how this country had its birth on that date. On April 19, 1775, when some guys stood together on April uh, 19, 1775, on Lexington Green, and they stood there saying, this is our right to stand here. This is our right to stand on the, the greens, on the common ground in uh, front of our village. It's our right to stand here with our muskets. It's our right. And you know what? They didn't. Uh, they didn't point their muskets or scream obscenities at the British regulars. They simply stood there in formation, which was their right to do. Even under British law, it was their right to do. And yet, the regulars came rushing down upon them, screaming at them, telling them to disperse, damn ye, you villains, you rebels, disperse, damn you, put down your, uh, put down your weapons, put down your weapons, you rebels. What were they doing? They were just standing there. They had some mighty fierce rebels, weren't they? Shopkeepers, farmers, shoemakers, hat makers, just standing there. Put down your weapons and disperse, damn you. Why won't you put down your weapons? And they didn't. Now, they did begin to disperse. Captain Parker told them, all right, men, disperse, disperse. And so they began to disperse. And as they were beginning to disperse, they were shot down. That began the events of that day. Then at the North Bridge in Concord, Colonel Barrett, Major Buttrick, Isaac Davis, all the men who took part in the events at the North Bridge. That's what the grandkids are going to learn. Don't you want them to know that? Don't you want them to hear that story? Because they're not going to hear it in public schools, I can tell you that much. They need to hear it. You know they do. Get them to an apple seed. Okay? So like I said, you tell your uh you tell your kids, Hey, you owe me this much. I'm taking my grandkids to an apple seed and then you get them there. <clears throat> Isn't that the reason that uh that you've done the things that you've done in your life? so that 
you could hand down something to your posterity, first to your sons and daughters, and then to your grandkids, because uh, those ungrateful sons and daughters didn't appreciate it, right? So now you're going to give it to your grandkids. Do that for them. Give them a chance to hear this story of April 19, 1775. It's like a secret, a little secret you can share with them. Because the public schools don't want to do it, but you can. You can tell them about it. You can get them to an apple seed, and uh, and we'll help you tell them about it. At the same time, we'll teach them the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship. Don't you want your grandson and granddaughter, don't you want them to know how to use a rifle? I know I do. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that my all of my daughters become expert riflemen. And uh, if I'm still uh, uh, doddering around when I get grandkids, you better believe I'm going to make sure that they get a chance uh, to learn rifle marksmanship. And how am I going to do that? By by getting folks to come to Apple Seeds now, so that in the future, when hopefully I'll have grandkids in the future, that we still have. Uh, the right to keep and bear arms, that we still have the right uh, to assemble peacefully, that we still have the right uh, of free speech, to be able to tell the story, that telling the story of April 19, 1775 won't be outlawed, that it won't be illegal to uh, speak about it. Now, I'm saying that's a long shot, but why? Why is it a long shot? Once they start taking your rights away, there's plenty of stuff they're not going to want to hear. And one of the things that they're not going to want to hear is the story of how a group of people decided that uh, they didn't like not having uh, all the rights, and they did something about it. I guarantee you, if they start taking away, uh, if they start taking away your uh, rights and stuff, that's going to be one of the first ones they take away. Is a right for you to tell uh, other people the story of people who didn't like having their rights taken away. It's kind of logical, right? Okay, if you'd like to call in, it's 347-308-8790. And what we'd like you to do when you call in is to let us know uh, what you did last year, where you were, what you did for the April 19th uh, event, and uh, how you did your promotions what those promotions, how they turned out, and then where you're going to be this coming year and what is planned for this coming year and uh, what you plan on doing for promotions. Now, women shoot free. Uh, Active duty guard and reserve uh, shoot free. Uh, Children under 21 shoot free with their uh, parent or guardian. So this could be a whole family event, and a lot of times it is. Uh, and you can get the whole family in for free if you're a uh, active duty military, Coast Guard, Reserve, any kind of guard uh, uh, or military. Then you shoot free. You bring your wife, she shoots free. 
You bring your kids under 21, they shoot free. So it can be a whole family outing. Every All of the guys can come on April 19th. Listen, we don't care. Uh, we don't care if people come and shoot free. We love that. We're not trying to make money. We're trying to make riflemen. We're trying to make Americans, patriots. The more people you can get in free, the better. You have a local uh, military base, <coughs> local guard company, any of these folks, post the notices up there. Walk in and talk. Uh, usually at, uh, at the local armories, they'll have some full-time folks on duty. Walk in there and talk to the full-time folks. Say, listen, uh, we have an event coming up on April 19th, weekend, 2010. We'd love to have your guys down there. Matter of fact, we love it so much, we're going to let them all shoot free. And here's another thing. They want to bring their wives and kids. They're free, too. What a great uh, chance for uh, some of the active duty or guard members to get together with their families for, for something to do on the uh, April, 9th, uh, April 19th weekend. Because this isn't – when you go to an Appleseed event, it's not just a uh, – it's not just a hardcore shooting event. Yeah – we do uh, we do have intense instruction, but it's not a hardcore shooting event where uh, where everybody's just standing around waiting to shoot and compete. It's not like that at all. It's a place where where you learn the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship and why you do it. You hear the story of, of April nineteenth, seventeen seventy-five, and you meet people who think a lot just like you, good people. The best folks that America has to offer show up at Appleseed events. That's one of the reasons that I keep doing them, is because every time I do, I meet another person that is of the absolute highest caliber. And and it renews my faith in, in America, in Americans. You know, every time you start thinking that this is it, the country's gone to hell in a handbasket. You go to an apple seed, and folks will drive up, sometimes from hundreds of miles, sometimes from a thousand miles away. They'll drive up, they'll get out of their car with a big smile on their face, you'll shake their hand, and you'll realize that here's another one. Here is another American of the highest, absolute highest caliber. And they're not uh, one in a thousand. They will be on that day. Because there'll be uh, one in in ten thousand uh, who will show up, but they're not that in real life. In real life, uh, they're the folks right next door to you, right down the street. They are the real Americans. Uh, you won't see these folks on TV uh, crying for the looters in. Uh, in New Orleans, uh, you won't see them saying, oh, please, just let those looters for once, let them for once put their hands on a flat screen screen TV and touch it. Uh, they're, they're not that kind of folks. They're just uh, your regular, hardworking, everyday American folks who want to do something to help their nation. And this is one of the things that they've chosen, is to attend an Appleseed event. All right, if you want to call in, it's 
347-308-8790. I'm going to try the uh, I'm going to try the caller here, the same one I tried last week. Uh, area code five eight zero. You on the air? Area code five eight zero two seven eight. You're on the air. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Scott. Is this uh, Chris? Oh yeah. Hey. How are you doing? I'm getting by. I don't have really good uh, Wi-Fi connections for the last month. I've had to listen on the the cell phone while I'm laying here still. Where are you at? Are you still <laughs> in the hospital? I got out a couple weeks ago, so now I uh, just wait for a physical therapist to do their thing. It's, uh, it's pretty rough, but every day it gets better. Well, God bless you, sir. And is there anything that we can do? Oh, no, there's nothing. Just send more targets and let's get some more sheet boxes going on. Every time I turn around, we're looking for more materials when we get out on the sites. So I'm thinking about maybe squirreling away some extra stuff for when the guys need them, I'll have them on hand. Where were you at you know, April 19th? Uh, last year, April 19th, we were in Badlands in uh, Lawton, Oklahoma, which is one of the premier ranges around this part of the area where you can shoot, you know, out to the 1,000. It's actually a school where man really teaches a lot of cool techniques. And a couple times a year, he shuts it down and gives us uh, one of his bigger ranges to conduct our business on. And we yeah, always have uh, a lot of fun. Sheriff uh, Bobby Whittington, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm fixing yeah. to start calling him up and getting everything set up because everywhere I go, there's always guys saying, are we going back to Badlands? I'm like, yeah, we're going to Badlands. It'll happen. Don't worry. You know, I, I really like that. For number one, he's a great guy. He's just he's yeah. just the salt of the earth. Uh, as long as you're a straight and narrow uh, American. I yeah. Tell you what if I was a uh, if I was a uh, crook or a perp, I think that I would I think I would drive uh, a thousand miles to steer clear of his uh, his county there. Because uh, his guys are hardcore. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's kind of neat though. Every time that we'd go up for our dinners in the evenings inside town, because there's only so many places you can actually get a meal before dark, uh, you yeah. get you can get es- you pretty much get escorted everywhere you go in that town. And like you said, that they don't mess around. I mean, they're a big county on DWIs and all that other stuff, but they never mess with us. They when they see apple seed trucks and all the stickers and the crowd that starts showing for apple seed. Even the convenience stores roll out the red carpet for anything we need, you know. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, because it is. It's a one-horse town. And like you said, there's a, uh, well, I think there was just the one place, isn't it? The uh, <laughs> the Rose, the Desert Yeah, Rose. the Desert. There you go. There you go. Best catfish in town, I'll tell you right now, because it's yeah. the only catfish in town. Yeah, that's it. The Desert Rose right there. Uh and uh, I think last time we were there, last time we were there, I was there with Fred, and uh, right. And uh, there was a big uh, uh, high school game. To do. Yeah, that was interesting. But other than that, though, as far as promoting and, and stuff like that, uh, 
in the last year, I mean, there's a lot of guys that have come from ITGs and are already full-blown red hats, and we all, you know, tend to go to the gun shows, and a lot of us are involved in other shooting sports, and we take our skills that we've learned from, you know, Appleseed and where they allow us to, you know, now we've got these nice niche shirts, not necessarily just a pullover t-shirt, so it actually looks good when we're out on the range of shooting with these guys, and some of them have even broken over and coming over to us. So, you know, if you look on your local boards when you do the searches, find out where some of these events are. Go out and participate and show them what you know, and you'd be, you'd be surprised how many people actually would want to come over and see what we're all about. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Going to uh, some of the local matches and stuff, especially uh, the teams, because the Appleseed teams are going to do well. Have some literature yeah. with you. Uh, when you're at the when you're at the rifle range, have some literature with you, and uh, actually run it, run it like a uh, an apple seed event. Even if there's only two guys, go ahead and do the line commands, etc., so that uh, you know it steers up a buzz and uh, people come over and say, "Hey, what's going on here, man? These guys know what they're doing." And uh, well, a lot, well, a lot of times these guys will show up with spotting scopes and every gadget known to man, and then. When you look over and you got seven guys looking down at 25 yards and seeing we're nailing one-inch squares all day long and they're having problems hitting things at 100, you know, and we're like, well, come on over here and we'll show you what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, that'll generate a buzz quick. And the gun shows. Uh, you know, at the very beginning, uh, several years ago, uh, the gun show, you know, we tried running the gun shows and stuff, but yeah. just like anything else, when you're first starting out, it's hard because people haven't heard of you. They have no idea what you're talking about, et cetera. And it's not like that anymore. The Appleseed program has grown. It's matured. And the word is out there about us. And folks have heard of it. Only a lot of folks have heard about it. So now is a chance uh, uh, for the gun shows to really start working uh, better for us. Uh, we had, uh, we've got a guy that came to the, uh, the last year Appleseeds here in Davila, and he's going to start doing the Dallas gun shows for us. As a matter of fact, he's... Uh, I uh, gave him all the stuff that I had available, the banners and uh, stuff like that to do. Because I gave somebody else all the other stuff I had. I don't remember who it was, but uh, I gave I keep thinking else. one of my guys is holding out on you. Cause I, <laughs> I, I, I keep wanting to say that bayonet's got to be in somebody's paws. <laughs> uh, but now uh, I think we have a lot better chance of, of getting folks uh, at the gun shows and uh, – and certainly, well, more and more, more and more, I walk around and I see more and more apple seed T-shirts. I mean, I go from one state, one part of the state to the other part of the state, and I meet different circles of people, and and they're all wearing their shirts and they're all talking to other people, and it's kind of neat because they'll pull one of us over, being we're red hats or green hats or whatever, and we'll kind of emphasize on what they're doing and and you know help them. By the end of the conversation, those people's like, well, where's the next one? We got to get to one. You normally see them show up. I mean, I don't know these people, but I can't go hardly anywhere in the gun world without somebody saying, there's that Appleseed guy. There's yeah. that Appleseed guy. And that's the way it should be. I mean, uh, you know, when I was talking earlier in the program, I was talking about the uh, the best way that uh, Appleseed has been uh, uh, getting the word out, and that's word of mouth. And yeah. that if, uh, if all of the uh, Appleseed members... Heck, even just the instructors. We got 400 instructors. If just the instructors uh, dedicate themselves to bringing one other guy uh, to the next Appleseed, 
uh, we're talking about 400 folks on the next lines. So <clears throat> word of mouth is extremely important. And I know that all of us, uh, uh, or the majority of us, are doing that because, uh, you know, I walk into a, a gun store or something now, and uh, it's almost like that look on their face, yeah, yeah, we know, apple seed, apple seed. And, uh, <laughs> and that's the way it should be, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh but that's what we have to do, dedicate ourselves to bringing, uh, you know, just one other person, getting the word out to one other person, you know, each time that we're out. Uh, what, did you guys uh, participate in the simultaneous volley last year? Oh, yeah. It was pretty neat. It was We really did, and we explained to the people uh, what it meant and why. And That day was really flooded with history because everybody really wanted to know why it was so significant and we had a lot of good instructors on hand that each person, I mean, we all shared. And it wasn't necessarily telling stories. We were just sharing what it meant to us and, 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 and how it, it reflects modern day and what we need to be doing as a people, you know, keeping communication in the lines and letting everybody know that, you know, our, our, they're violating them every day. And most times it's in the middle of the night when we don't even know they're passing these laws and people don't even understand until it's too late. They're like, well, what could we have done? Same thing we're doing now. Get out here and talk to the people. Let them know. It's your rights that are going away. That's right. That's right. And uh, and I hammer it. You know, when I'm at an event, I hammer it that the responsibility lies on each and every person who's standing in front of me. It lies squarely yep. on their shoulders. You can't delegate the responsibility for safeguarding your rights and your freedoms to anyone. The responsibility lies squarely on your shoulders. The responsibility for safeguarding your rights and freedoms does not belong to your senator or your congressman or the president or to any of the alphabet agencies which uh, try to control the folks. It, re- it rests squarely on the shoulders of each and every person who's standing in front of me in an event that I'm speaking to. The same way that I tell them that the government is not your senator or your congressman, it's not the president, it is in part... Uh, at least in a small part, standing right in front of me while I'm speaking. It's the we, the people of these United States. That is where the government lies. That's the that is the power that they have. You know, I tell folks when they come to the apple seeds is that if you came here uh, expecting me to uh, to give you a uh, uh, a dissertation on uh, the militia or changing the government. Uh, through violent revolution, etc., that ain't going to happen because the real power is in your one finger, and that's not your trigger finger. That's your voting finger. Your real power is in your ability to pick up your phone and call your senator or your congressman and let them know uh, your needs, your wants, and let them know that you are go- that you are watching them, you're seeing how they vote, uh, and you're making sure that they are uh, representing your wishes, and that they're serving at your leisure. And uh, that's where the real power lies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Uh, got another caller uh, I'm going to bring on here. This is uh, area code 812. You're on the air? Hey, it's Tech Res. Hey, Tech. How are you doing? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Uh, where were you at last year for uh, the April 19th? 
we were at Cloverdale. Uh, uh, you safe, myself, and Hawkhaven were at Cloverdale that day. Hey, how how is Hawk? Hawk's doing good. He was on the uh, he was on the chat room for a while tonight. Okay. Well, I still mine's still not open, uh, so I have no idea who's in there. Well, great. What did uh, how did it go? How did that weekend go for you guys? How many folks did y'all have out? Oh, we had I think twenty five or so. Twenty. Uh, it's been a year, but uh, roughly that. I'm actually looking at the video we took of the uh, when we called the names and did the volleys. Yeah, it looks like about twenty three guys on the line or so. Okay. Do you remember uh what you did for the promotions and uh uh you know and like whenever I have an event, one of the very first thing I do in the morning, you know, I, I say, you know, I get the folks up and uh, centered up and then uh I'll say hi, introduce myself, introduce the instructors and then I go, uh all right, uh, I'd like you guys to each uh, introduce yourself very quickly, uh where you're from how you found out about Appleseed, and what you'd like to get out of it today. And each person gives about uh, five to ten seconds on that, and that also lets me know how they found out about it. And uh, the majority is word of mouth. I mean, you've got shotgun news, uh, you've got uh, blogs. Uh, there are a lot of people here about it from blogs or forums, uh, but the majority is word of mouth. And I'm just wondering if you remember uh, what was, what worked best for you uh, it doesn't have to, I guess, be that weekend. What's working best for you now whenever, whenever you talk to the folks? Uh, our our strongest point of contacts are actually Internet-based internet, internet based here in uh, in Indiana. We've got uh, some forms that, are, that uh, we work hand-in-hand hand with that are uh, very good. There's a lot of uh, shooting sports and training that goes on, and... Apple seeds in the midst with all the other schools, and um, there's a lot of cross pollination that takes place. And so when people speak up, uh, generally they talk about the the gun shows that we're at, and they talk a lot about the internet presence that we have. Do you guys have a dedicated uh, gun show group? Officially, no. Unofficially, yes. Uh, we have some of the same people who go to it. We're trying to build uh, a gun show group of people who uh, aren't already overworked doing the actual shoots. Uh, We rotate out as best we can. Um, uh, Some of the gun shows have been so busy lately, it's hard to get booths. It's just that active right now. So we sometimes share out with people that, uh, who we partner with anyways, and, uh, you know, share a booth kind of a thing. So they'll just let you have a guy at the table with uh, uh, the apple seed literature and stuff? Yeah, and usually one of our one of the Liberty training rifles and a an M1 from CMP, that sort of thing. Well, good. That's good. Yeah, we've got. Uh, uh, well, traditionally we haven't had a dedicated team, but uh, we have guys that uh, kind of rotate through. One guy, will, uh, you know, he'll be able to do it at one point and uh, and try to get a few people to come and help. And then a couple of months later, somebody else will say, "Hey, I'm going to try and do it this weekend." Uh, you know, can you come give us a hand? And, uh, you know, it works okay. Uh, as I was telling uh, Chris uh, Ogrunt, he's on the air with us now, that, uh, you know, the first couple of years uh, we weren't getting much back from the gun shows, but we're starting to now because now we're not uh, we're not some unheard of thing, you know. 
Exactly. And, uh, and we we have more of a presence, presence. We have more uh, of a legitimacy, uh, and uh, so so it's starting to work better. Uh, what about uh, what about the simultaneous volley? Well, we uh, it was wonderful. We uh, we waited until the moment when everybody would be doing it, and then we we called out uh, each name and uh, aim and fire, and it was uh, one heck of a salute. Do you have a? Can you get that on a disc and uh, and let me get a copy of it? Sure. I'd, I'd love that. Uh, I'll uh, PM you with my mailing address and stuff. Okay. Because uh, I would love to have a copy of that. And what's uh, uh, one of the things I'm putting together right now is the uh, gun show table uh, stuff. And all, all I'm doing it's, it's very low tech. All I'm doing is just uh, is putting uh, uh, you know five or ten second clips together in a long string, uh, really without uh, uh, some with audio and some with just uh, uh, like the show music that I've used here on just to run in the background. And uh, you know, so, so that they'll have uh, one more, uh, one more eye-catching thing at the table is just uh, you know the uh, DVD player with the with that going on in the background. So I'll uh, PMU my sure uh, my address. Uh, I talked to uh, uh, we talked about the virtual muster night mm-hmm. last weekend and. Uh, uh, nothing was really uh, was ironed out about the about what to do, but uh, my feeling is uh, is well, let's just get it on the books and uh, start hammering it. And uh, if we decide on something special to do, then we'll stick it in there. And if we don't, uh, we'll just have a bunch of guys uh, logging onto the forum and checking the uh, information out for uh, you know for whatever we have available. I, it's like everything else. You set a date, you do it. Yeah. So let's just uh, let's do that this week too. Let's uh, let's just get a date, uh, get it uh, get it hammered out, get it locked down this week, and then uh, and then we'll get it going. How many uh, how many people does it take to overrun the blog talk chat room? Uh, got no idea. Down. Got no idea. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you can't even. I obviously it, it doesn't take more than one because uh, I've obviously overrun my copy of it because uh, all it does, I just have a white screen that says connecting. And, oh uh, no! <laughs> you know, that's all I get until usually like the last ten minutes. It finally opens up, and uh, I've done everything I can. I've downloaded all the uh, software that I'm supposed to have. Like I said, I have this feeling in the back of my mind that. Uh, that it's some uh, you know uh, evil plot to force me to, to to buy the the premium upgrade because that now that's always at the top of uh, that's always at the top of my switchboard. Now they've got a big banner there, which is sign up for the premium. Uh, so uh, I guess I'm going to have to think about doing that. Have you tried a second <laughs> machine? Uh, no. No, you mean just to see if it's a problem with my with my computer? No, to see if if you need to have one machine that's controlling the actual show, 
and because it's tapping out, have a second machine that's just, you know, an average everyday listener that's doing, you know, just the chat room, have two different stations. No, I haven't tried that. I had to I'd have to have them sitting by side by side. Yeah. If yeah. I was gonna do that just so that I could uh I could read it. And uh, I well, don't you, know. You better be making your sound studio by now. I mean, this is growing. <laughs> you need a whole give up the garage because you know. No, there's there's no garage. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of times I just do it from the front porch. But uh, you know, it's it's just freezing out there now. So, uh, and then I was doing it in the kitchen, but I have my in-laws down. They came down so that I could they could watch the kids while I went to the Ramsher meeting and. Uh, uh, so now I'm in the bedroom, and uh, you know, a lot of times my on uh, by nine o'clock, you know, my wife's ready to go to bed. She's she's waiting for the show to end. <laughs> so, well, uh, what do you have? What do you have planned for your promotions this year? You know, I've mentioned quite a bit. I don't know how uh, when you came on or anything, but I've mentioned quite a few things and. Uh, like I said, if if each of just the instructors, uh, there's uh, 460 of us, I think. If each of uh, one of us were to bring one person, uh, now we're talking about uh, uh, what almost uh, let's see one one twentieth uh, of our goal. That's just with each of us bringing one person. <clears throat> Now there's uh, almost 5,000 members of the forum. Uh, if each one of them were to bring one person, we're just talking about one person, uh, then there's 5,000 right there. Uh, that's half of uh, our yearly goal. Mm-hmm. So the low tech way uh, and the high yield, because uh, as I said, the the majority of the folks that I spoke to uh, brought said word of mouth is what got them here, uh, and normally it's uh, uh, you know they'll say word of mouth, and then they'll point to the person next to him. He brought me, and uh, and that's how the lines get filled up. So we're finding that that now Shotgun News still brings a lot of folks, but uh, you know even Shotgun News has a uh, you know a finite uh, circulation. Uh, I don't remember what the last time I looked at it. The circulation was 150, 200,000. Uh, so it's a finite number of folks that are subscribing or buying Shotgun News. And, uh, you know, you catch all the easy fish with the first few casts. Then you have to start going wider and wider. And the things that I think that a lot of times that we overlook is is getting, uh, is just grabbing the, the one of the people that we know and saying, hey, listen, uh, remember that time you borrowed my uh, skill saw or, um, and, uh, you know, you broke it? Or or it got stolen or something. Okay, you don't got to you don't you don't have to replace it since you haven't in the last five years anyway. But what you're going to need to do is I need you to come to the apple seed and uh, get them to come to the apple seed. <laughs> Grab one of your friends, one of your neighbors. Uh, like I was saying earlier, if you're a grandmother, grandfather, then you go, hey kid, worthless kid, uh, you're going to give me one of the grandkids and I'm taking them to the apple seed because uh, you owe me that and uh, and I want my grandkids to to learn the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship, and I want them to hear about how our nation began because they're not going to hear about it in the public schools. I want them to hear about it, and I'm going to take them to an apple seed. Get that one other person 
Get them to come with you. Uh, the UPS guy, uh, the, your doctor, uh, your your lawyer, your your real estate person, whoever you talk to, grab one other person and get them to come. Uh, I've just about worn out uh, most of the people that I know, and uh, and of those folks, I'd probably say a, a good fifty percent of them uh, are still they still show up. Uh, the others. They enjoyed it. They just, uh, you know, you get folks, they'll come to one apple seed, and then they're saying, okay, that's good. I did that. I came, I saw, I did it. And then other folks that will come, and they'll say, all right, uh, uh, I enjoy that. And then you'll see them back again the next time, and then they'll come back again the next time. I got some folks uh, that came back uh, over and over and over. Uh, A couple of the folks came back seven or eight times. And finally, I go, look, uh, here, here's the orange hat. And uh, so so now you're a member, and, uh, you know, and you're part of the program. Now your duties are to help uh, help us with the show. But uh, a lot of folks kept coming back just because, uh, number one, they wanted to keep improving their rifle marksmanship. But number two, they loved the story. They loved hearing it. <clears throat> And they loved meeting all the folks uh, at the Apple Seeds. The folks at Apple Seeds are the absolute best people in the world. And uh, I, I think that's one of the main reasons they came, was to hear the story and to meet the people at the Apple Seeds. And, uh, and you, know, you know, my wife, my wife has a once-a-month book club. What's kind of funny is, is one of the running jokes is that Apple Seeds is my book club. We uh we get together, we we talk the same story, we we but the key element is that the story isn't being told by somebody who knows the story. The story is being told by somebody who understands how important and meaningful and touching the story is. That's the critical mass. And the critical mass is that you're with other people for whom that same story is either important or is quickly becoming important. Right. And uh, on top of that, you get to break up the history uh, with a lot of shooting. How can you beat it? How you can you beat that? that? I mean, and if you want, you, that? you can camp with a campfire on top of the whole thing. Yeah, that's it. you got a campfire. You can sit around. You can talk. Now, at the campfire, you can talk about all the things you want to talk about. You can talk about all the icebergs, etc. You can talk about all your favorite hunting stories, uh, all of that stuff. We usually... Uh, I'll usually tell another section of the history uh, at the campfire. And uh, usually I'll talk about uh, my favorite uh, campfire story, uh, especially in the winter, is the uh, uh, the story of Washington's uh, attack on uh, Trenton and Princeton. You know, how he, uh, how he crossed the Delaware, the frozen Delaware, how he uh, marched through the night. Uh, with his men, to attack the next day. How they fought and they captured uh, 900 uh, German troops without any casualties except for two wounded men. The only deaths that occurred that night were two men who froze to death on the march. They froze to death on the march. Uh, And uh, I I love that story because... uh, of the dedication of those troops, uh, of how here it is. It seems, for all intents and purposes, 
that the war is lost. It's lost. It's gone badly, defeat after defeat. Uh, Washington's been pushed farther and farther uh, into the interior. And, and it seems like for all intents and purposes it's over. Uh, all of the uh, militia, their terms of enlistment have expired and they've gone home. There's only uh, a couple of thousand, less than 2,000 men left. And those men turned the tide of the war. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to talk about how Joseph Reed uh, was writing to one of his friends, and he said, when I look around me, I no longer see those uh, boisterous, uh, loud sons of liberty, the ones who were always talking about what they would do you know, uh, when the time came. He said, they're gone. He goes, I look around me, and I see the people I least expected. The people I least expected are here. And they're the ones who are marching through the night with no, no winter clothes. Some of them didn't have any clothes. A couple of the men had blankets. They had, like, their underwear or a rag tied around their privates and, uh, and then an old dirty blanket, not shoes. And we're talking about frozen. We're talking about the weather that was cold enough that it froze uh, the river, you know, that uh, uh, that in places it was cold It was cold enough that the river was frozen where people could walk across it. And here are guys marching through the night, uh, to attack uh, Trenton at daybreak uh, in freezing weather without any shoes on. And, you know, when it's really cold, the, the message really gets through because, you know, I ask the folks, I go, feel how, it is, how cold it is now. It's only in the 40s right now. There's no snow. There's no ice. And you have shoes on. Okay, I want you to, I want you to think about this. Think about right now, you're going to take your shoes off. And you're going to take everything off except uh, your pants and your T-shirt. And you're going to march. You're going to march uh, for approximately 30 miles barefoot in just your jeans and T-shirt through the night. And as we're marching, it's going to start sleeting and snowing so that we can attack uh, a city tomorrow morning at daybreak in the snow. Now, you guys think about that. and You let me know how you feel about that. And uh, those were the guys that stayed. Those were guys that turned the tide of the war. And uh, I, I'm always amazed by them. And that's just that's one of the campfire stories that I that I tell because uh, so much depended on those people. Not the folks who were jumping up and down saying, they'll pry from my cold, dead fingers. There were the folks that they least expected to see there. That's who you see at the apple seeds. You don't see guys jumping up and down blustering, uh, I'm, I'm the tough SOB, and, and I'm going to make sure that America stays free. They're not at the apple seeds. At the apple seeds are, just, are the regular folks, uh, mom, dad, their kids. And yet, I know in my heart that those are the folks that the country's uh, future is resting on. Those, these are the folks at the apple seeds. These are the folks that are going to change the face of the nation. Where are you going to be this year? Well, probably Cloverdale again will be my guess, depending on where I get sent. Uh, my home range uh, will probably follow the weekend after for anybody who couldn't be on the actual April 19th event. 
Uh, so I usually work back-to-back weekends. That's what we did last year. I'm sure that's what we'll do again this year. Um, but uh, I'll either be at Cloverdale or wherever else Hawk sends me. Okay. I'm going to bring another caller on the line with us. Uh, area code 607. You're on the air? Area code 607592. You're on the air? Hello. Yes, who's this? This is North Bridgewater, Scout. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm losing you. Can, Can you hear me? me? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I met you uh, probably two years ago at uh, Jericho. Okay. I'm, and, I'm pulling uh, up Jericho out of my file folder. All right, I we got had, it. We had, uh, we had thunderstorms at night and uh, machine guns in the background and all that stuff. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it wasn't just thunderstorms at night. Uh, we had well, uh, right. thunderstorms all day on Sunday, too. I don't remember. Yeah. Saturday, I think, was pretty good. It was, uh, I think it was actually a nice day. But then on Sunday, yeah, we had storms all through the night because I was trying to sleep on a picnic table, uh, and it was under a pretty big, I'd say like a 30 by 30 overhead cover. And even though I was sleeping in the middle of it, dead in the middle of it, uh, the windblown rain was such that I still got soaked. Matter of fact, I was there with K-Dan, and we were both trying to sleep there. <laughs> and uh, I tell you what, you know, the. but here's the good part. The windblown storm actually, uh, I think that it drowned some of the mosquitoes because, uh, you know, we were laying there. I was laying there trying to keep my everything covered up so that the mosquitoes wouldn't just absolutely drain me of blood, and then the storm came. Uh, but the next day was very stormy, too. Remember, we're shooting at the actual distances yeah. in the pouring rain. Yeah, that was that was some kind of fun. Yeah, because we uh, – well, I tell that story because uh, I think that was the first time I'd, I'd uh, worked my grand through uh, a heavy rainstorm. Because uh-huh. one of the things about the, that I like about the program is that uh, we give you a chance to find out what your rifle system does in any weather. And I found out that uh, if I'm going to be running my Garand in the pouring rain, i got to scrub that thing out dry because, uh, you know, I keep a liberal amount of grease on the rails and everything else. And uh, I let the air out, put pressure on the trigger. I focused on the front sight. Mine focused on keeping that front sight on the target. And bang. And that receiver was filled completely with water. And... Uh, <laughs> And I got a handful. It was like somebody had a got a mouthful of water and, and Crisco and spit it in my eye. And uh, and uh, I'm telling you, it, it, you know, just some some water in your eye isn't that bad. But because you water can wipe it Crisco's out, not so good. yeah. But that Crisco, you know, I tried to wipe my eye out. Now everything's blurry. That means every shot I took after that, I'm looking through, you know, my eye covered in a thick film of oil. Right. So. Mm-hmm. So that tells you, you know, hey, if you're going to make sure that you make that next shot, you better make sure your your machine's running dry in the rain because if you have to make follow-up shots and you got a blurry eye, you're going to be guessing. So that told me a lot about my rifle uh, system. It was raining so hard. Uh, I I remember one time looking through the peep and there was there was no hole. It was full of water. I had to blow it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, 
that, that saying Saturday was nice, that's spoken like a true Texan because it was about 95 and about 99% humidity, if I recall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was toasty. But then Sunday, flipped that around. And uh, I remember I was wearing a uh, a trash bag uh, because I didn't, I had not, I somehow left my brain jacket somewhere. But I was wearing a trash bag. And then by the end of the day, I had the shivers. And uh, it was cold from laying in that uh, cold water uh, all day and uh, and shooting. Had an absolutely wonderful time uh, with everybody there. What a beautiful now, range. Did you have uh, Did you have your son or your daughter with you? Yeah, my 14-year-old son. Your, well, he, okay. he, was, he was 12 at the time. And, yeah. Uh, Buzzworth and I were having a heck of a time watching him run run that M1A. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember he he, he was a good man, and uh, I'm sure he's even better by now. Where were you he, at uh, for the April 19th event? Did you manage well, to he, make it to one? Yeah, he and I were uh, at uh, Harvard, Massachusetts last year, and uh, we had the distinct pleasure on uh, Sunday morning. That was that's April 19th, 2009. <clears throat> we went down to Lexington Green and watched the sunrise. Wow. Did, did was, they have a special event uh, that day in Lexington? At the, at the Green they did, yeah, but we, we were back at the uh, Harvard Range. By yeah, then. before it got started, right. Yeah, uh, but uh, that was, a, that was a, a, just a, an unforgettable experience. It was a, the, the weather was... Very like uh, what they report the weather being on April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five, and uh, it was uh, it was really something to be there and see the sun come up and and uh, of course at five o'clock in the morning there's no no traffic around and and uh, it was uh, it was a moving experience. Where are you going to be this year? <clears throat> I don't know yet. I'm not sure. I might be in Albion. I guess it depends on where I get sent. Yeah, New York has a lot of uh, uh, a lot of events scheduled this year, and uh, I'm really happy. I'm really proud of uh, of Ed. You know, he's done such a great job up there. And uh, yeah, Ed's tireless. He's absolutely great. And uh, there's going to be a lot of great events up there. Now, last summer I was in uh, uh, Lexington, and uh, I. Uh, was it last summer? No, it was summer before, or maybe it was last summer. I can't remember. I, I've I've been making the trips uh, pretty regular, and I'm, I'm I've been going to different battlefields every summer. Uh, but I remember at Lexington Green, uh, I was going to get some dirt from Lexington and bring it back. And uh, mm-hmm. so I had my wife. Uh, you know, we didn't know. Uh, you know how legal it was to start shoveling up dirt from Lexington Green, so I had her, had her getting some, and then I said, you, you know, bring, I'm gonna. Did you, did, did you bring a five-gallon bucket or something? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Actually, we I just had a couple of Ziplocs, and then I went over to the graves. You know, they fence an area where the graves are, and I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to grab some of the dirt here, just you know, just a little bit, a tiny amount, and I started scratching down into it, and uh, lo and behold. I guess people must use it like a wishing well or something mm-hmm. because it, it was solid uh, coins. And I immediately jerked my hand back uh, 
scared to death, uh, you know, looking around thinking, oh, my God, they're going to think <laughs> that I'm raiding the graves of the dead at Lexington. And uh, I was just, I, I was really scared, you know, I was scared to death because uh, oh, I can see the newspaper now. Headline, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah Appleseed members stealing money from the Lexington <laughs> graves. <laughs> but well, I what got some what, North Bridgewater. I got some dirt mm-hmm. there, and uh, you know I use it every, uh, at almost every event. Uh, you know, one of the things I do is uh, on uh, on Sundays. You know, Sunday around two o'clock, two thirty. That's when things start uh, getting. People are tired. You know, they're hitting that two o'clock, two thirty, uh, yeah. tired time. A lot of them have plateaued out and they're shooting and they're trying to figure out what to do, how to get over that plateau, how to make things work. And I'll have a ceremony where, uh, you know, where I wet the finger of each uh, shooter with the Northbridge water. And, uh, you know, I tell them, I go, this is, this water is as special as you will allow it to be. It's as special as you will make it. And, uh, and I talk to them about the events there, uh, you know, it's, and I say, look, this isn't this isn't the same water that flowed under the North Bridge on April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five, or maybe it is. Maybe it made it out to sea and uh and then condensed in the atmosphere and came back and rained and maybe it is the same water. Regardless, it's no different than the flag. You know, when you muster uh under the stars and stripes, that's not the exact same flag uh that flew uh, 200 years ago. That's not the exact same flag that flew, uh, you know, uh, in World War One, World War Two, but it's still the American flag. It still has all the same powers, you know, that the original flag had, and so does this water. And uh, and I've had as much as a 40 point improvement from that. <laughs> well, I guess it works. <laughs> Well, what a what a great uh, for the folks who are listening. What a great bunch of history there is if you can get out there to uh, to Battle Road, the the national park at uh, Concord, Lexington, and all that. What a what a wonderful place that is. Well, Lots anything special that uh, you guys are going to do, <clears throat> or uh, since I know you don't know where you're going yet, but uh, anything special you have planned for the promotions of it? Do you have one or two people you know that? Uh, you can talk into going that weekend. Well, I, I just I've been listening and, and listening to you talk about about uh, trying to get people out, and I, I I have to agree with you. That's the hardest thing. It seems like uh, a lot of these people they've got that that permanent indentation in the couch, and they're using super glue on it. Right, right. But there's still there's still usually one or two people you know that you haven't talked to yet. And the only reason they're not coming to the apple seed is because they don't know about it yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, just that's, keep plug. Just that's what we want to do is keep keep plugging along. Well, listen, the English lady just told me that uh, we have sixty seconds left. So <laughs> there she goes again. So we wanted to let you guys uh, to thank all of you guys and let you know that this is just the first uh, the first show that we're going to have on this because we're going to have several shows on this topic because we want to make sure that this year is uh, that we continue with the trend of quadrupling uh, the number of people and the number of events each year, and we continue getting the message out to the most number of Americans that we can because it's so important. Uh, thanks to uh, Tech, North Bridgewater, thanks, 
the guy up in Wyoming, thanks. And uh, old Grunt, God bless you. Uh, Godspeed in your recovery. And uh, I'm praying for you. You're on the prayer board at church. And uh, I can't wait to see you again, my brother. I will be on the equipment line soon enough. All right. Well, listen, thanks to all of you guys. Tech, I'll send you a PM with my uh, mailing address. Uh, this week we will set the date for the virtual muster and uh, get started on that so that we have it uh, ready to go this week. Uh, yep. Everybody else, all the guys in the chat room, uh, I could never get it to open again, so thank you, and I'll see everybody this next Tuesday. All right, God bless all of you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you on the trail. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.